Imagine a business built on what matters most to you. One inspired by creativity and connection, where purpose leads to profit and wealth is measured not just by your bottom line, but by your higher self. Welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, where we connect the spiritual with the practical to create a holistic approach to entrepreneurship. Leave the hustle behind and let your intuition lead the way as you grow a successful, fulfilling business and a joyful, radiant life. Hello, my wise ones. I am so happy that you've joined me for another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. My name is Lee Shea McDonough. I'm your host. And I have to tell you, I am really excited to share today's episode with you. I'm talking about an idea that has been percolating. Gosh, I think I first started conceptualizing this back in March of 2019. And when this episode comes out, I believe it's going to be September of 2019. I'm recording it in August. So this has been on my mind for quite some time. And I've always known that I was going to share it with you, but it just wasn't quite ready. You know, in an earlier episode of the podcast, I talked about content creation as spiritual connection and how we really are co-creating our content with the big C creator, the force out there, the universe, spirit, source, however you define it for yourself. But that co-creation process means that it's not always up to me when the work that I co-create is shared with the world. And there was something that was just saying, not yet, just wait, not yet. But I'm really excited because now I know, I just have this sense in my soul that this is the right time to share this with you. So this has been a long time coming. I'm super, super excited to share it with you, and I cannot wait to hear what you think of it. So today I am so pleased to introduce you to what I call the Decide Framework. So this is my framework for decision-making. When I am feeling stuck, whether it's in my business or with my relationships or in another aspect of my life, I pull on the Decide Framework to guide me through. And the Decide Framework is six steps and conveniently, it spells decide, hence the name, haha. Anyway, so it is six steps to help you get really clear on what you need to make a decision about, how to go about making that decision, and how to arrive at a solution that serves you. So I am thrilled today to walk you through each of the six steps of the Decide Framework. And then later in today's Make It Work moment, I will provide you with some tips on how to make it work for you. So I'm going to start by sharing the six steps with you, and then we'll go through each step one by one and do a bit of a breakdown on each piece so that you can really understand what goes into each component. But the six steps overall are define the issue or question, explore the deeper meaning, center and connect, invoke your intuition, discern your next step, and engage with purpose. So again, define, explore, center, invoke, discern, engage. So it all spells decide. And this is because this is the core framework I use, and hopefully you will too, to help you with any decision-making process you have in your business or your life. So let's start with the first D, and that is to define the issue or the question at hand. Now, I'll be honest with you, this one might seem like a bit of a no-brainer. If you've got a decision to make, you know what you're deciding, right? 
But what I find sometimes is that when I am faced with a decision, there's actually a lot going on. There are many factors at play, and sometimes I need to get a little clarity on what I am actually deciding about. So I'll give you an example. Many of you know that we are gearing up for the Clarity Summit, and that is going to lead into my brand new membership program, Coach with Clarity. Well, as I was trying to decide how to structure Coach with Clarity, I was thinking, okay, well, I could do live calls. I could do recorded calls. I could do all the trainings. I could bring guests in to do the training. I could match people up. I could do all sorts of things. And I started to get really overwhelmed by all of the possibilities that were available as part of the membership. And the more I tried to work through it, the more convoluted it became and the more confused I felt. So that's when I first needed to stop and define exactly what it was I needed to address. I was getting a little caught up in, do I bring guest experts in or do I lead everything myself? Do I have other coaches come in to support? But really at the core of it, I was trying to decide what kind of structure and format I wanted for this membership site. And I was getting a little distracted by some of the next steps and additional features in terms of who to bring in and when, how often, etc. First and foremost, though, I needed to refocus and get clear on really what was the core decision that needed to be made at this time. And before I could move forward with really planning out Coach with Clarity, I needed to figure out what the underlying structure was going to be. Because as those of you who are in membership programs know, it's really helpful when you know the overall structure, when you know that you're going to have a coaching call every month or a Q&A session weekly, or that you can get guidance in the Facebook group. When those rules are clear and when that structure is consistent, it makes it a much easier and much more pleasurable experience for you as the member. So the first thing I needed to do was kind of turn down the volume on all the extraneous choices and focus on the matter at hand, which was what do I want the structure for Coach with Clarity to be? So that's what I had to do for the first step of the decide framework. I had to define the issue or the question that I was dealing with. And so in this case, it was how to determine the structure for Coach with Clarity. But as I mentioned before, this system is not just for business. You can use it in any aspect of your life. Right now, I am juggling five people's schedules in my household. So there's my schedule and my husband's schedule. We also have two sons, and we have an Italian exchange student who is a junior in high school. She is wonderful, but she has her own schedule as well. And I find myself every day saying, okay, do I go to Jack's? Soccer practice? Do I go to Ben's baseball practice? Wait, Maria Sol has volleyball. What are we going to do here? Not to mention the fact, oh, wait, I've got a dinner that I have to host tomorrow night for my networking event and my husband. I mean, you can see how all of a sudden it's like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. And so I'm trying to problem solve and get everything straight. But really, the key issue is how am I going to coordinate all of our schedules? How can I partner with my husband to ensure that all three of our children are taken care of and get to where they need to be and get home at the end of the day? So instead of thinking about, okay, who am I going to go to and how and so forth, for me, again, it was about broadening out and looking at some of the structure and figuring out how to bring my husband into the decision-making process as well. So again, it's so critically important to first get clear on what it is you are actually addressing 
as you are trying to make this decision. So from here, we can go into the second step of the decide framework, which is to explore the deeper meaning. It is so helpful to know what it is you are trying to make a decision on, but I think it's also worth taking a minute to connect that to what really matters to us. Why is making this decision so important? Now, I have talked about values a ton on this podcast already. In fact, in episode 19 of Finding Your Purpose, I spend a lot of time exploring what values are, what they aren't, and why they are so important. So if you need a refresher, head back to episode 19 and be sure to pay special attention to the value section of the Finding Your Purpose episode. But one of the reasons it's so important to be really clear on your values is because it then connects what you do with who you are. So when you are making decisions in your life and you are coming at it from the perspective of, is this consistent with what's important to me? Does this really move the needle when it comes to the things that I want to build my life around? Well, then all of a sudden that brings a whole nother texture into the decision-making process. If you are looking at making a decision about something that doesn't really directly address your values or what matters most to you, well, there's a couple things to realize there. First and foremost, it may simply be that, you know what, this decision, it's not super important. Let me just make it and move on. And you can give yourself permission to not get so wrapped up in all of the details. You can just like decide and move on. But the other thing is that if this is a decision that is not really resonating with a core value in your life, then I would also encourage you to ask yourself, is this a decision I need to make? Is this something I need to be doing right now? If this truly isn't important to me, if or if this is inconsistent with my values, what do I need to do to best address this? It may mean delegating a task to someone. It may mean saying no, which in and of itself is a decision. So by exploring the deeper meaning and connecting this decision to your values, you can get a lot of direction about whether or not it's even a decision you want to make or something you want to do. But for many of us, when we are looking at making decisions, yes, they are very much connected with our values, with the things that give us a sense of purpose and drive and meaning in our life. And so I'd like to take a little bit of time to connect the decision with the value because what that does is it reaffirms my desire to take action. Even if I'm feeling overwhelmed, confused, or in doubt, I can negotiate those unwanted emotions when I know that they are in the service of something that matters to me. So again, let's take my example of the Coach with Clarity membership program. I knew I'd figured out, okay, I've got to come up with a structure for this. Why does this matter? Why is this so important to me? Well, as many of you know, one of my core values is service. And so when I can show up and be of service to people, whether it's in my business or in my life, then I am acting in a way that is consistent and aligned with my values. It feels really good for me to show up and serve. And the Coach with Clarity membership is all about serving my people. It is about helping intuitive coaches figure out how to balance the act of coaching and working with their clients with the necessary business building steps that we all need to do as entrepreneurs. The Coach with Clarity membership is all about bringing an aligned approach to the art of coaching. And that's important to me because I believe an aligned approach is one that leads to both profit, 
but also peace so that we can approach our businesses. We can approach our coaching work from a place of calm, of certainty, of empowerment. And that is something that I want to share with my people. That is something that I know the Coach with Clarity membership can provide. So it's really important for me to get clear on the structure of the membership because it will serve my people more deeply. And service is one of my core values. So again, as I am working through the process of deciding the structure and building the membership, and believe me, there is so much that goes into a membership program. It's a lot of work. But when I connect that work and when I connect all the decisions I'm making to the value of service, it reminds me, oh, this is why. This is what's important. This is why you're going to keep moving forward. The same could be said for all of those decisions I'm making in my home life right now about scheduling and trying to make sure every child gets what they need and that, you know, my husband and I get what we need too. That's very much connected to my values of love. Making sure that my children's needs are met is one way that I express love and that I feel connected to them. So even though it often feels like a mad rush in and out of the car, I'm basically a chauffeur after 3 p.m. every day. It's like my side hustle. But I'm willing to do that because I know that it is serving my kids and it's a way for me to express my love. And I also know that pulling my husband into the process is important too. Because he wants to feel like he's a part of the family and of making decisions. He wants to be a part of their lives just as much as I do. So by coordinating with him, it serves him and it allows him to tap into his values of family and love as well. So all of these little decisions that we make every day, if we can just pause and take a few seconds to connect them to an underlying value, then it's going to motivate us. And it's going to help us get through some of the unwanted thoughts and emotions that inevitably come when we are doing difficult things or moving outside our comfort zones. Okay, so the first two steps are all about really clarifying what it is you are deciding on and why it matters. So that's the define and the explore. Now we're going to move into a little bit of internal reflection with the next two steps. The next two steps really go hand in hand with each other. The first is to center and connect, and the second is to invoke your intuition. So let's first start with centering and connecting. So if you are like me, you feel much better about a decision and the process of making a decision when you are coming from a place of calm, of clarity, and of focus. And when I think about the major decisions in my life that have turned out really well, I have made those decisions from that place of calm connectedness. It is so vital that when I am about to make a big decision that I'm coming from a place where I feel connected, grounded, and aligned. In fact, the times when I've made decisions from places that have felt frenetic or overwhelmed or where my imposter syndrome has been at play, or if I've been comparing myself to other people or thinking, okay, if I just do this, then everything will be okay. When it comes from that place of lack or scarcity, inevitably the decision does not sit well with me and there's often unintended consequences as well. So by taking the time to center and connect, we can ground ourselves and we can ensure that the decisions we're making are coming from a solid, stable place. So how do we center and connect? Well, here's the good news. There's no one way or one right way to center and connect. Part of this is going to be exploring what works best for you. 
sometimes when I have to make a quick decision, it's as simple as taking one deep breath to reconnect to my body, to notice the breath and to kind of calm down whatever racing thoughts or overwhelming emotions may be going on. Sometimes it's as simple as just taking one breath. But when I'm faced with a significant decision, I really prefer to give myself the gift of time. So to take 10, 15 minutes and center myself either through meditation or through another act of mindfulness. One of the reasons I tend to use meditation as a tool for centering is because it really helps me calm down the chatter that goes on in my mind. Um, a lot of meditation teachers will refer to it as your monkey mind, where it's just nonstop thoughts and chatter and anxieties and doubts and what ifs and did use and all of those messages that really kind of clog up the pipes and get us feeling stuck. Through the practice of mindfulness, though, we can call attention to our thought process. We can notice the thought without buying into it, and then we can return ourselves to the present moment. And so through the practice of meditation, what I have found is that my thoughts don't stop. And in fact, I don't have fewer of them either, but I do find that I don't get as attached to my thoughts. I don't fall into the rabbit hole as quickly. And if I, if I do fall into that rabbit hole, then I'm able to pull myself out. And it normally takes me at least five or 10 minutes of practicing and moving through all of that monkey mind in order to get to a place where I feel calm and prepared to make a decision. And then at that point, when I'm feeling centered and connected and calm, it leads into the next step of the framework, which is to invoke intuition. So once you are feeling centered and grounded, you can invite your intuition to speak to you. Now, just to clarify, you don't have to spend 20 minutes in meditation in order to invoke your intuition. Before, when I mentioned making quick decisions and simply taking one deep breath to connect with my body, as I take that breath and I'm reconnecting with myself, I'm also reconnecting with my spirit or with my intuition. And in that three to five seconds when I'm taking a deep breath, I can also invite my intuition to come out and play a little bit and to let me know where we need to head. I find that's great for just kind of quick day-to-day -day decisions, but if I'm really faced with a deep decision that has lasting impacts in my business or in my life, then I definitely want to take some time to center and connect myself first, and then really invite my intuition to have a seat at the table. And I will ask my, my deep inner wisdom, what do you want me to know about this situation? And I phrase it that way on purpose, because for a while I used to ask my intuition, what do you want me to do? Or what should I do here? And I was really focused on the end result and the action. And what I found was then I got really attached to the end result and the action, and I needed it be, to be perfect. I needed it to be just right. And that's not how my intuition works. It does not like to be put under that kind of pressure, but it does like to inform. It does like to instruct. And so when I approach my intuition by asking it, what would you like me to know about the situation? What would be helpful for me to see about what I'm facing right now? Well, then all of a sudden it opens up this channel for deeper observation and discovery. And for me, I find that to be a much more effective strategy of inviting my intuition to play a role in the decision-making process. So when I was creating Coach with Clarity, 
I did just this when I was wondering about how do I structure it and so forth. Once I realized that was the question and why it it was so important to me, I then engaged in a centering practice, which for me was meditation. And after giving myself some time to quiet all of the thoughts and just kind of notice what was going on and get into a deeper, more grounded state, then I was able to ask my intuition, what would you like me to know about the process of moving forward with this membership? And it was so interesting because had I asked it, what kind of structure should I create? I think I would have felt more stuck. But instead, I asked my intuition, what would you like me to know? What really matters here? And the answer that I received from my intuition felt surprising, although in hindsight, it's really not. But the answer I received was, find the fun. Find the joy. What would be fun for your members and what would be fun for you? And I say that it felt surprising to me because I was taking this membership so seriously Because again, I believe in providing a quality service to my clients, but I was getting so wrapped up in making sure that I was providing value that I was losing sight of the fact that part of the reason I went into coaching and why many of my clients go into coaching is because they enjoy it, because it's fun, because we get to work with clients in a new, exciting way. And so why was I draining the fun out of this entire process? It just wasn't working. And that's what my intuition reminded me, that I needed to reconnect to that other core value of mine, joy, and look at the membership through the lens of joy. So when I did that, then all of a sudden I asked myself questions like, well, okay, in the past when I've coached clients, what's been fun? And what have my clients enjoyed? What has led to those really powerful sessions where you walk away feeling lighter and more excited and more engaged? And that was really the aha moment for me because I started seeing some common threads between all of the coaching sessions and coaching experiences I'd had, both as a coach and as a client, that led to a feeling of fun and joy. And from there, then I knew my next step was to figure out how to integrate those elements into the Coach with Clarity membership. And so that leads us to the fifth step of the Decide Framework. And that is discerning your next step. So I think all of the steps of the decide framework are important, but if I had to choose one that I think is really critical, it would be this process of discernment because this is where we really marry our internal intuitive sense with the external real world observations because we need both. We need to learn how to merge our intuition with external data in order to make good decisions in our business and in our lives. Because if we go solely off one and we don't incorporate the other, then we may find ourselves off track. If I'm making decisions about the Coach with Clarity membership, for example, and I'm only paying attention to what other people are saying, whether it's potential clients, whether it's colleagues, whether it's consultants, if I am only taking their external data, and using that to make decisions about my membership site, but I'm not allowing my intuition to show up, well, then I'm creating a membership that is 100% driven by others, and I'm going to get lost. You are not going to see me in that membership program if I don't have a seat at the decision-making table as well. And honestly, that's what happened to me that first year of business. 
when I was really cultivating my coaching practice around what I thought I should be as a coach and what other people were telling me. And so I was showing up and trying to be everything for everyone, but I was missing. I wasn't showing up in my own practice. So I've done that before where I have allowed the thoughts and feelings of the environment or from other people to dictate my decisions. And what I've learned is that that is an imbalanced approach to business. For me, an aligned approach means factoring in that external data with my own internal knowing. And that is the process of discernment. Discernment allows me to take full advantage of all of the information I have in front of me, both internal information, so my thoughts and my feelings, my intuition, my sensations, and view them in the context of the environmental factors. So what the landscape looks like for my business, what my clients are telling me that they want and need, and what will fill a void in the currently existing market. So again, I can't rely exclusively on my intuition. I don't want to presume that I know better than everyone else. I may know what would work for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I know everything beyond a shadow of a doubt that would work for my clients. I have to use both. And that's what discernment does. It allows me to take into account everything I have before me, both from my internal world and from my external observations and make wise decisions for my business. With the Coach with Clarity membership, I did that a few ways. First, I went back and looked at the feedback that I had received from past clients, both my private coaching clients and also my group coaching clients. Many of them were kind enough to complete post-program surveys or to provide testimonials. And so I was able to use that data to look at what worked for them and what they liked most about coaching with me. I could then take that information and combine it with intuitively what I was being guided to do for this membership program. So I knew, for example, hot seat coaching sessions were definitely going to be a part of the membership. I also knew that Q&A sessions were important too, because my clients had said they really liked being able to ask questions to someone who had already been through the process. And I also knew that I enjoyed Q&A sessions and being able to think on my feet and create new solutions in partnership with the person asking the question. So again, I was able to take my intuition and my internal preferences, marry them with the data that I was getting from real world clients and use that to inform how I would move forward with the structure of Coach with Clarity. So once I had completed that discernment process, it was time for me to Engage, which is the final step of the decide framework. Once you've made the decision, you actually have to take action on it. You have to engage with purpose. So I know that this may be another step that looks pretty self-explanatory. But the thing is, so many of us have great ideas. We come up with innovative solutions. We see a hole in the market that we want to fill and We're so eager to get out there and do it. We go through this process and we do all the planning and we do all the preparation and then we don't take action. Something holds us back and keeps us from moving forward. And usually it's fear that holds us back, whether it's fear of failure, fear of rejection, even fear of success. When we don't take action in our lives on something that's important to us, on something that really matters, it's because of fear. 
So we do need to do the work to root out that fear. And we need to engage with purpose because so often it's the first step that's the hardest. But by taking aligned action, even if it's just one small step, we create momentum and that momentum can help us keep going and move through the fear. So you don't have to wait until every single fear is resolved. In fact, don't do that because that time will never come. The best entrepreneurs out there are not the ones who are fearless. They're the ones who are courageous, who know how to work through their fear and take action anyway. And that's what I encourage you to do. Engage with purpose. So that's it. That is my decide framework. My six steps for making a decision that honors your intuition and connects you with deeper meaning and also allows you to serve the people in your life. So those six steps are first to define the issue or question, then explore the deeper meaning, center and connect, invoke your intuition, discern your next step and engage with purpose. And I used the process of developing the coach with clarity membership as an example of how I used this very process. And currently I am fully in the engage with purpose step of the coach with clarity membership. At the time that this episode airs, we will be in the middle of the launch of the Coach with Clarity membership. It's a pretty exciting time, and I think I will probably record a whole new podcast after the launch ends to let you know how it went and to talk about the process of creating something using the Decide framework. So more to come on that. But for now, I think this is the perfect time to move into the Make It Work moment. So this week's Make It Work Moment is brought to you by the Clarity Summit. So the Clarity Summit is my first ever virtual summit. It's a five-day event that starts on September 30th, and it's especially designed for intuitive helpers, healers, and coaches who are ready to grow their coaching businesses. I'm so excited because we have over 18 phenomenal experts who are sharing all of their hard-earned knowledge with you. So the speakers include Raina Pomeroy, Melody Wilding, Andrea Jones, Natalie Gingrich, Allison Perrier. I mean, 18 speakers plus me. You're going to get me on the last day of the summit talking more about an aligned approach to the art of coaching. But for the first four days, you are going to get so much from business growth to audience building, from social media strategy to mindset mastery. The Clarity Summit covers the basics of creating and growing a profitable and fulfilling coaching business. And the very best part is that it is totally free to attend the summit live. There is absolutely zero cost, seriously, which means there's absolutely zero reason not to sign up. So how do you sign up? Just head over to claritysummit.com. Right now, you can confirm your free registration. You can learn more about the speakers. There's a frequently asked questions page. So if you've got any questions about the summit, I bet you can find the answer there. So head over to claritysummit.com and I will see you at the summit. So today's make it work moment is all about applying the decide framework in your life. So I want you to take a minute right now and think about a decision that you have been either weighing heavily or maybe you've been procrastinating on. But think about something that's going on in your life and you need to make a decision about it. Now, I want you to pull out your calendar and I want you to carve out 20 to 30 minutes right now. And this is going to be your time to apply the decide framework. So during that space on your calendar, 
you are going to walk through the six steps of the decide framework. So you are going to start by defining the issue, and then you're going to explore the deeper meaning. So the value that's connected to this decision, then you're going to spend the bulk of your time centering and connecting to your inner wisdom. So again, that may look like meditation for you. It doesn't have to. It could also mean going for a walk or spending time outside. Again, choose something that will work for you. For me, it's meditation. For my husband, he's definitely an outdoors person. So he loves to go for a walk or a run to kind of clear his head. Whatever it is you choose, give yourself a good 15 or 20 minutes to center and connect. And then once you feel like you are in that grounded state, formally invoke your intuition. Ask your intuition what it would like you to know about the situation or the decision that you're faced with. And then listen, see what comes forth. And your intuition may have different ways of getting your attention. You may hear a very clear message from your intuition, or maybe you'll hear a song on the radio that carries just the message you're looking for. Maybe you'll see a sign on the side of the road that speaks to you. Your intuition can talk to you in different ways, so be sure to pay attention. Because once your intuition has given you some guidance, then it's time to discern your next step. It's time to take that wisdom from your intuition and marry it with the observations and the feedback that you're getting from your environment. So whether that's from your clients, your stakeholders, perhaps if it's a family decision, it's key members of your family, take what you are receiving from them, merge it with the messages that you've received from your intuition and discern your next step. And then once you have made that decision, it's time to engage with purpose. It's time to take action. No more procrastinating, no more avoiding. It's time to put yourself out there. And then I want to hear all about it. You can find me on Instagram at LC McDonough, and you can connect with other listeners of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast over at the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community. So we are a growing community of spiritual entrepreneurs who are supporting each other as we grow our spiritually aligned businesses. So if you go to workyourinnerwisdom.com slash community, you will be taken straight to the Facebook page where you can request to join the group. And I'd also like to ask if you know another entrepreneur who is struggling with making a decision and who might benefit from the decide framework, would you do me a favor and share this episode with them? That's really the best way that we grow our community of spiritually oriented entrepreneurs. It's yes, reviews help. And hey, if you want to head over to Apple podcasts and leave a review, I would be really grateful. But honestly, it's word of mouth referrals that make a huge difference. So if you know a friend or colleague that would really enjoy this podcast, please share it with them because I would love to welcome them to the Work Your Inner Wisdom community as well. All right, my wise ones, that's it for me this week. I can't thank you enough for joining me for today's episode. I hope that you find the Decide framework useful and valuable. I cannot wait to hear what you think about it. So until next week, my name is Lee Shea McDonough, and I am reminding you to let your inner wisdom lead the way. <laughs>